I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's beautiful down here. Do what? It's beautiful down here. It is right now. Um, I'm loving the sun. In the winter now, kind of perfect. Oh yes. Um, what about your weekend? How was it? It was great. We took my daughter up to see her first Clemson football game. So that was monumental. Good. Yes, it was a, it was a big time, and we Airbnb'd our house, and they didn't trash our house, so that was great. <laughs> well, have y'all ever done that before? Yeah, we've done it about a half a dozen times, and he, 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 my wife screens them pretty well in the process, you know, to make sure they're not you know twenty two year olds, but they were professionals, twenty eight, twenty nine year old, four four guys just looking for a place to sleep. So it, it was good. Our house is really close to the USC stadium, so they can walk to the stadium. So that's awesome. We have we rent out the lake house pretty frequently, but we don't have anything personal um, out there. But that would always be my fear: is doing it at our primary residence because I don't. Y'all must be much more organized than me. I've got <laughs> stuff everywhere that you know just. It, it, does, it does cause you to have to clean up a little bit, you know, that's for sure. And and then after the fact, you know, we did a big mopping yesterday and it, it's just, it's, it's, it, it's all good. Yeah. It's worth the How money. How old are kids? Uh, we just have one. She's 10. So uh, 10, gotcha. 10 year old. So. That makes it easier. And we could go stay at her parents' house on the lake, which is nice. So. That's awesome. Which lake? Lake Murray. Oh, that's where I'm um, out in Leesville. Yeah. Well, it's in Lexington, yes. Okay. Yes. That's where ours is. Oh, cool. Yeah. Good Small stuff. world. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, um, how has everything been the past week? Uh, great. I, I got a, a verbal on Friday on a, on a contract, so we'll see. Hopefully, we'll get that signed. I, I've seen him view it four times today, so... The best. We'll see. <laughs> when, what's y'all's next confirmed step? Um, well, I'm supposed to get back with them. I've got a project guy working on a 75-ton um, quote for a replacement. So I've got to get back with him on that by Wednesday. Um, so that's another touch. And, and it was it's kind of crazy because I know I'm not involved with the project piece of it, but I am involved from a quarterbacking standpoint. And so... Two weeks ago, he told me that the maintenance deal was pretty much on hold for indefinitely because they're waiting on corporate. It's an industrial site. He, he said corporate was rolling out some kind of um, maintenance program, and he didn't know what that entails or, or what. So I scratched it off my list. Well, then he calls back and says a couple of days later, he's like, hey, we need to replace the 75-ton unit by next summer. Can you guys quote quote us? We have to get three prices, but would you guys like to participate? And I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, we cannot not participate. Yeah. yeah. So in that process, I went out on uh, last week and took photos of, of that unit, but I was also able to – I stopped by Publix and picked up a little 12-pack of small muffins – those are the best. <laughs> Little blueberry muffins for five, $5, you know, $5. And, uh, and I said, hey, I, got, I brought this for your maintenance team. And it's an industrial site. The G contract was going to be $50,000. The C2 was going to be like $19,000. So 
So I was like, you know, I said, maybe what we're trying to do is you've only been here a year and a half. Maybe you're trying to push too much through too, like too, too quick. You know, there are other programs available. Maybe the full coverage program is not that a perfect fit for you right now. I said, and this is like a, a Sandler sales uh, thing. They say, you know, how do you, how do they pull up big cruise ships next to a dock? They don't throw the big rope out that's the size of your arm. You know, they throw a small rope out. I said, so how can we start to do business together? Can we start with one of the other programs just to get you going and, and help us, you know, earn your trust and vice versa? And he said, so he thought about that and ate the muffins and then came back and said, he came back and said, our boss would like to go with you and, and go with the middle option, which is the C2. So That's great. Yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Pretty excited. So have you gone through Sandler training? Sounds like. Uh, not full course. Uh, I've read the book. I've, and I've, I've done the audio book um, on Audible. So I have not gone through an extensive Sandler's sales training. My dad went through it um, and gave me the big binder, but uh, I have not been through the the President's Club training yet. My husband did too, and I have his binder over here, so I just started reading his. It's good. It has some really good nuggets. The Audible book is really good. Uh, I don't know if you ever listened to any kind of books on tape or... Yeah. yeah, I keep I a pretty good wish list going. At the- <laughs> Me too. I love audiobooks. Instead of listening to music in the car, I always just listen to books. Oh, yeah. So. Me too. What's your favorite book of all time? So- oh, oh, gosh. Um, but favorite book of all time? Well, I don't, I don't read like what I call junk books. I only read... <laughs> sales or business development or money money making books i don't read any kind of like novels or any of that junk so um think and grow rich is one of my favorites i've I've like that um getting things done uh, by david allen he's got a good podcast too getting things done also emma i've read through the dave ramsey book you know, I've done, we're on the baby steps as well. Uh, I'm also, re- yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of them. <laughs> oh, I've never read Getting Things Done, so I'm going to have to look that one up. It's more of a time management, productivity management kind of thing, but I've, I use his principles in my journaling book, so... That's something I can always get better at. So, thank you. All right. Um, I wanted to ask you about your, I know you've been posting pretty heavily, so I had pulled up the most recent um, times to post. So, I wanted to share that with you. I didn't know if you were following any kind of a process as far as when you're posting, are you? or Not necessarily. Just whenever no. I can get away and do it. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's not a primary task. It's more of a secondary task. But I do try to do something educational every day or a day and a half, you know, something like that. But I'm happy to learn what you're finding out there or hearing. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Um, Always willing to learn. Well, um, it seems like you've got a good grasp on things. So everybody that I meet with, I try to tailor the conversation so that I'm still adding value to the different groups of people. So let me show you what I found. So this was as of October, the beginning of October, that they published this. Can you see my screen? I can. Okay, so it's showing the dark blue are going to be the best times to post. And I'll, I'll stop talking so you can look at it. Okay. So like around lunchtime. Like lunchtime is pretty consistently good with the exception of Mondays. Um, and then of course Saturday and Sunday, but Wednesday and Thursday looks to be the best time in general. One of my favorite, uh, or, or one of the best things I've heard about <clears throat> LinkedIn as opposed to other social media sites is that it has a significant lag time so it's it does stay up there a while as far as you know it's not like instagram where if you don't if they don't see it it's gone forever you know it's 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 kind of a the lag time's out there a little longer i wonder how the algorithm works is it based does it stay up there if there's um if it's generating any kind of attention or does it just stay up there regardless have you have you noticed yeah definitely if it's like for example the videos a lot of times i get people commenting on the videos and so um i'll those get like double the hits and so it's a it is like um i don't know if you listen to gary vaynerchuk at all um no gary v yeah Sometimes he has a little potty mouth, but you know that's he's from New Jersey. <laughs> but you have to kind of bear with Take it. it. A pass. Yeah, just kind of go with it. But he is the king of um, social media content creation, and I, a lot of what I do, I've learned from him, and you know, moved past the fear of a lot of things with that recording a video and putting stuff out there and. Um, I could talk for an hour about him, but basically what he was saying is that for organic, you know, non-paid media, it's TikTok and LinkedIn. And TikTok makes sense if we're having more of a residential, you know, direct-to-consumer product or service, but LinkedIn, so I went all in on LinkedIn and really stopped all Facebook and stopped all other stuff um not only because they're highly addictive but because <laughs> because this is no this is where you know it's i'm using it for work and driving it and connecting with clients and prospects and so uh, anyway it, i would encourage you to listen to the the, the gary v podcast uh, i try to hear it daily i'll check him out um i agree with tiktok i i did um read something that if y'all are ever recruiting tiktok seems to be a really good platform right now to find new employees so i'm sure. curious to see if that's going to end up paint painting out but i'm sure it'll become oversaturated very quickly like yeah. everything else well it, I, it's 
I know I'm making traction with a lot of people on LinkedIn, and it's it's really good. Um, and ultimately, I don't know if I shared this with you or not, because I I don't think I shared this with you. My main goal for t- for for LinkedIn is to um, I'm creating an ebook full of content for my prospects and and my clients, and so the ebook, you know. The only way to create an ebook, in my opinion, is to create a little bit of content each day. So I'm I'm copying and pasting, um, like every two weeks or three weeks, I'll go in and copy and paste the whatever I pasted over into a Word document, and I've got a Word document now that's like 50 pages of all the content that I'm going to ultimately lay out and clean up and put into an ebook that's a, a, a building performance handbook for owners and operators of facilities that I can use as a marketing tool to say, hey, you know, e- either lead with it or lag with it. <laughs> either way, provide value with it. And uh, so that's my main goal with creating content every day is that, that I'm trying to ultimately create a useful item of value to trickle it out to people. What an interesting idea. So Gary, really cool. Gary Vaynerchuk talks about that. Um, he, he, it's all about you know creating. His thing is create the videos because then you can transcribe it. Uh, on my videos, I use the software called Video V E E D dot I O. Video. It's like a dollar a day, and I pay for that on my personal stuff. But I can take the videos and um, it, you just hit transcribe. And it'll provide everything that you said in like written form, um, and so then I copy and paste that over to the Word document. And now I've got the Word document that I could use for a post, or I can put several of those together and create a white paper or an ebook. Uh, but his thing is, it all starts with a video, because then from the video you can cut it up into snippets and make, you know. 30 second videos for all these different channels and so anyway that's a lot I love it no that's really cool I hadn't heard of anybody doing that so it's called the he calls it he he calls it the Gary V content model and I love it yeah have you ever heard of Daniel Disney uh yes actually I, I, I see him on LinkedIn yes okay there for a while he was marketing himself so well I was like well mate I mean, he got my attention so I want to at least read but I ordered his book and I read it and most of it was pretty redundant and just stuff that gotcha. I've seen over and over and over but I haven't found anybody that made me excited to learn from so I'm excited to check this guy out yeah he um, his model and his book that really got him on the board was um, uh, it's called Jab 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 Right Hook have you heard of that? It's a fantastic book. It's right here on my, I don't know, can you still see That's me? him. That's him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that's who it is. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm currently reading this. So the whole premise behind that book is, you know, jab at him with LinkedIn posts, jab at him with eBooks, jab at him with videos. And then at the end, later on, at the very last, you right hook him with, hey, let me come out and meet with you and, and see if there's a connection here. Let's have a conversation, you know, or 
whatever the hook is, but the you know, leading with the jabs as opposed to most people out there, their posts are about, look at how great we are. Yes. It, it's all about an advertisement, which are just right hooks. And he actually even told, he's the one that I, I stopped after I read his book and listened to him a lot. I stopped putting at the bottom for more information about this, check out our website. You know, yeah. Nobody's checking it out. Well, it's, it just, it, <laughs> he, he's like, it, it taints, it takes the flavor away from the whole post because here you are yeah. giving, giving great content, great content, great time. And then the last line, you're like, for more information, check out my website, you know. And, yeah. yeah. Turns it so salesy. Turn it into a good, you know, let's have a uh, consult, a free consult. You know, like, you don't need to put that. Just take all yeah. that junk off. Those are. If they're interested, they're gonna. Those little call to actions are jabs. I mean, are are really right hooks that you don't want to use in that situation. So. I need to finish this. I I lost the cover. I don't know where it is. So maybe that's why it didn't resonate. But yeah, that's one of the ones that I am. That and ink are the two that I'm reading right now. And then start with why I'm. Re- Have you ever read this book? Start with why. Mm-hmm. Who's it by? Um, this is Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard, it. I've watched back, the, but it's good. I've watched the YouTube videos. Oh, yeah, it's good. I'm a huge fan, but it's one that I need to refresh my memory on. So, anyway, I could talk books all day, I but it's good. Uh, I so on here, knowing or understanding better why you're posting every day may make this next part that I looked up a, a moot point, but. It, it does suggest to just post two to five times per week or 20 times per month. Um, so take that for, you know, however you want to take it. Sure. Um, let me see what this says underneath. On a, on a prospecting note, um, I feel really good about my list. I've narrowed my large spreadsheet down to um, my dream 100 list. Okay. My dream 100 list. I've I've then um, I've got it into A's, A's, B's, and C's, uh, because a lot of these big A's that I'm trying to call on are really monsters. They're huge. They're elephants, yeah. and they're going to be really hard to get into. So I've got to also trickle in some some ones that I know I can get in the door with, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, so how, how is it broken up? How many A's would you say you have out of those 100? Yeah, so there's about 50 to 60. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, I'll share my screen if I can. Oh, thank you. I don't know that I have permission. Yeah, I do. You go. should, yes. Okay. Can you see that? Did it come through yet? It did. Okay. Sorry, yes. Okay, so... Um, um, can you walk me through what this all means? Yeah, sure. So, uh, the company, obviously, notes. So, these are notes related to this company. So, anything I find on Zoom Info, um, this is the decision maker. This column is, is when I when I finally identified the decision maker, I put it here and what their position is. And 
their address, um, obviously the phone numbers, and then any kind of significant information like square footage or any other notes related. Like if they have a chiller or a boiler, I want to know that because that's what I'm going to speak to when I call on them instead of just speaking to HVAC stuff. Okay. Uh, and then, so these are all my A's. And then uh, B's are down here. They're a little bit smaller. And then the C's are, are just, I, I don't want to drop them off my list yet, <laughs> uh, but they're, they're just not an A and they're just not a B. <laughs> so what makes you decide if they're a B or a C? Uh, well, several things. The, the size. So this is a university. This is an industrial site. This is a big school. And this is a manufacturer. This is a whole city, parks and recreation. This is a big university. This is a whole department that has 200 buildings. The whole fire department. Yeah, this is a large church. So basically size, power bill, how well they fit within our... Um, what do you call it? Uh, prospecting absolutes. But I also want you to know that these are th th these are my dream 100 list. But overall, since I've been here, th this this tab here of prospects, I've got like 500. These okay. are these are smaller locations that. They're too good to not, you know, I, I want to get to them one day, um, but they're just not as as lucrative, you know, like law offices, uh, other churches and banks and things like that, where if I hear something in a, in a magazine or a whatever the situation is, I, I don't want to lose that information, so I keep it here, but... That list is too big. I know the, our company wanted us to keep a 300-person prospect list, and I've got that, but I narrowed it down to who am I actually going to call on because I can't call on 400 people in my territory. So I just narrowed it down to these. If I could stay in front of these once a month, these Dream 100 people, if I can hit them with a phone call, an email, a, a follow-up once a month, I, I'm, and I'll land some of these big elephants and life will be good. I would definitely encourage you to add some um, medium size because if the majority are elephants, it's going to be a longer process. So just so you feel those winds more often, I would add probably some more of the smaller ones because those turn around so much quicker. Yeah, um, exactly. But at, you know, certainly keep trying and figuring out what works best for you. Well, those are those bees. Okay. Yeah. It just didn't look like... Maybe, did you have like 20-ish on there of um, those? So I've got, six, I've got 62 A's. Okay. And let's see. Oh, no, you've got more. Uh, Maybe so let's just say 50 B's and then. Okay. Uh, see, this is my problem. I couldn't just keep it to 100. I got 145. That's fine. <laughs> effectively right we have some people who work with 20 a week and then we've got some people i always had 200 to 300 on my list 
for sanity purposes. I didn't want to feel like I was calling the same people. Right, exactly. But then I had my top 20 that those were my true elephants, like yeah. the, you know, $200,000 contracts or $100,000 contracts. And those are the ones that I had on my whiteboard that they got, they always had attention. And then everything else was just circled through. Um, but are, is there any reason um, that you're putting it in a spreadsheet versus in Salesforce? Or are these also in Salesforce? Um, no. we were. I was told by Christy to just keep them in Excel until they become a qualified lead. Once they're a qualified lead, as in like... I've got a, I've got a concept. I mean, I have a, um, I have a survey scheduled. Okay. Then I put it in Salesforce. Um, okay. I, I don't know. Our, our Salesforce has got so much in it from so many years that, uh, I try to stay out of Salesforce until I need to really go look up a company. You know, I don't know if you have other companies that that deal with this problem, but our business has been around for so long that every building pretty much that I'm calling on is in Salesforce. And if I go look through it, a lot of times when I first started out, I was getting discouraged because I'd see every time they uh, lost a you know lost the deal because of whatever reason um, and it, it discouraged me because it, it, it might say okay two years ago the, the the MSR before me lost this deal because it was a bid process and we lost it well that would that would take my view when I go in to talk to them and, and the concept meeting I had in the back of my mind okay well I know they're a bid process and it, it just and I know we lost it three years ago. You know, do I bring that up? Do I not talk about it? Do I act like it's a fresh client? It was hard for me to get that out of my mind. So I stopped looking at Salesforce until, you know, maybe I needed a piece of content, like contact information. I'd go look for it then, but um, I tried very hard. I try currently very hard to not get my, it's kind of like looking at trash news. <laughs> you, you can't get that out of your mind. So. I understand that. I, uh, and that's, a, that's an interesting perspective, certainly. To me, I want to know as much as I can going in because then I know what what I don't need to step in. Sure. Well, so, I was I mean, walking in the door with my tail between my legs, it felt like, because okay. I because then, I saw how many times we, we lost the sale. <laughs> you know, and it's like, whereas yeah. if I go in fresh things might be totally different. It could be a new person. It could be a new situation. They might not bid anymore because they've had so much pain in the past. So why am I going to bring it up? You know? Yeah. It, it's, I, I, I try to, I, I, I know Kent Floyd told me the same thing. He likes to know as much information as possible. And I, I take that with consideration. Um, it's just, so, yeah. So, I hate to say this out loud, but it's. I think it's very true. Not everybody, not all salespeople are created the same. You know, the way that you sell, you've been selling for a long time. I mean, you've ran your own businesses. You've been very successful already. So the way that you're going to handle an opportunity versus someone else might be completely different. Sure. So I try not to, at least for me, maybe it's arrogance, but I think I can do this. 
the more that I know, the better I'm going to be, and I'm just going to be prepared. And, you know, so just because somebody else couldn't sell it doesn't mean that I can't. Right. So, and I I have full faith in your abilities um, that you could could do the same, uh, but it could save you a lot of um, a lot of time if you used the information that y'all already have. I think that's a huge advantage. But if it's really truly something that's going to plant a seed of doubt in your head, then I, I completely understand. Well, I just, if I need to get some contact information or see who we called on last time, or, you know, maybe that maybe I hear that we lost the contract last time and I, I go calling on a different person, maybe higher up, you know, this time, that's then it's helpful for me to go in and look and see, okay, how much was it? When, when did we call on them? Who did we call on? Um, so I, it, it has its use. It, it, it's a tool that I need to use at the right time, <laughs> but I try not to, okay, I've got a meeting in one hour. Let me go in and see what happened in Salesforce because every time it, it'll say sale loss to no decision or sale loss to uh you know bidding situation or something you know and it's just like oh <laughs> yeah. i i can i can appreciate that and, and definitely understand um how many appointments do you have for this week uh i set six last week for this Great week job. So, yeah i called um 20 called 23 people 24 people so hold on you you set six appointments at 23 dials. Right. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I, so a lot of it is, um, yeah, I've got some good techniques that I'm using. Um, I, I, I try to, like the other Saturday I was home alone. My wife and daughter were out of town. And so I did some prospecting uh, drop-ins. And um, I was able to drop off this little PDF. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it's a it's a tool that we're I'm using. It's a four page document that it, it's about our company and link service and all that good stuff. And it, and on it, I write a little note that says, um, "Well, I, I've got on my spreadsheet." the ones that I need to door pull to figure out who the executive director is because it's not on the website and it's not on Zoom info. So I sort by who I need to go visit with and uh, you like drop in the door and talk to the lady at the front and say, hey, could you help me? Could you point me in the right direction? Oh, yeah. And uh, once I get that name, then I'll say, I'd like to leave this for and I and I'll, I'll write on there, um, Dear Susie, I, I hate I missed you. I was in town. We're working next door. Uh, I'll be following up in the future. Look forward to connecting with you. And then leave it. it. So it's a leave behind. And then last week, I called those people. And then so it was a... I had a reason to call them, you know. Uh, that is... Bravo. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about it. It, it really it's great. Well, really I want to be respectful of your time. We're one minute over, but great job. Um, next week, I, I feel confident in your ability to cold call and that you've got a good prospecting list. So we're, we'll go ahead and move past that that portion of it. But I would like to hear your cold call more so, just so I can hear it because I bet it's great. Um, but I'd also like us to do a content meeting role play. Yep. 
and then um, go through your individual business plan at some point. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Um, have a good rest of your day. Sounds great. Thanks. Enjoy Thanks. it. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.